if I am required to acknowledge that my tweet violated the Twitter rules. What rules, you sons of bitches? Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Uh, we lost another fascist. God damn it. The world just keeps becoming a better place. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk more about this at, at length. But just coincidentally, I happen to be watching uh, on Netflix uh, this like, documentary about Pearl Harbor because I was just like star for content because... Like all the all the good shows just ended. We love you know the boys ended great finale. Uh, Obi Wan ended great finale. Uh, so there's nothing to watch. So I'm watching this thing on Pearl Harbor, and I'm like, I've, I've seen every fucking thing possible about Pearl Harbor, but you know maybe there's a little bit of bit of information I didn't know yet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure I learned like one or two things when I watched it, but <laughs> it was funny because uh, as they're describing uh, you know the run up to Pearl Harbor, Japan and attacking Pearl Harbor. They made it very clear this this was a pattern of imperial invasion of other parts of the country. Uh, they didn't mention the invasion of China mainland, but they did mention that Japan had invaded French Indochina, which is a, it was a, a funny way of not mentioning the word Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> now you could say technically Vietnam wasn't officially a country until a couple years later after World War II. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's just the notion that like Japan is evil for invading, you know, other places that the West has already colonized, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and, and also just you know, well, this, this is an American audience, so if we say you know, how dare Japan invade Vietnam, you know, it'd be kind of like, hey, wait a minute, didn't we do, do the exact same that sounds thing? familiar, <laughs> right? So I just, just just noticed that they happened to leave out the specifics of uh, you know what. French Indochina was, which was Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Yep. All of uh, Henry Kissinger's favorite countries, favorite yeah. vacation spots. In, in v- I mean, just, just to be clear, Vietnam, uh, it, you know, not only did they have to fight against uh, Japan, but as soon as Japan was beaten, the French came right back in and was like, oh, this is ours now, after they had, you know, deserted Vietnam to fight for themselves against Japan. Right. So the, <laughs> Vietnam had to, had to beat Japan then France, and then America, back to back to back. The three largest empires in the world in a tiny little strip of land. <laughs> oh, man. We, we, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Like, just, yeah, to, to, for them to have survived that and just see us coming, and we're just like, oh, yeah, this will be easy. And they're just, they're just there, you know, fucking 
faces bloodied and fucking you biggest know, just... biggest air force in the world and they're getting taken out by fucking rice farmers <laughs> right right no just, just oh fuck you john mccain right Burn in hell fucking prick anyway uh, <laughs> yeah well you know before we get into all the all the all the bad shit going on uh this week we, we, we want to talk about some uh good news sort of good news half good news um NASA unveiled uh, their uh, their JWST, the James Webb Telescope. Uh, this uh, ac- actually it was yesterday. Uh, they they unveiled the images from it. Biden did it in this big uh, showy press conference, as if he had anything to do with it. But you know, that's <laughs> I w- I'm sure Trump would have done the same thing. That's what you do when you're president. You take credit for shit that you have literally nothing to do with. Um, and it this is the the. Um, I, I don't know, you know, how to exactly to describe it specs wise, but I, but from what I've seen, it's taken the, the most, uh, clear high res images of deep space that we've ever, uh, captured, you know, in, in, in human history. And you look at some of these pictures that came from this telescope and it's, I mean, you know, I, I can't, I can't even do it justice with words, but I mean, some like there, there's just this one incredible, picture where you just see you know the cosmic dust and gases and just every fucking light that you see that's not a star is like a distant galaxy and if you look at the the uncompressed version on nasa's website and you really like zoom in you could see just like like thousands hundreds of thousands of fucking like milky way galaxy sized Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's just stars, and then you realize that every point of light is actually its own galaxy. A fucking galaxy. Right. right. It's it's unbelievable. Well, it, you know, and they think there is something like 300 billion stars just in our galaxy, and that there's about 300 billion galaxies out there. So right. what's 300 billion times 300 billion? Like, I don't know, a Google? <laughs> right. right. Uh, no, no, no. But no it's pretty amazing idea. that, you know, with 300 billion galaxies, all six infinity stones were in our galaxy and three of them were on Earth. <laughs> it's a marvel. It's weird, it's weird it's how that worked out. Yeah, no, it is weird <laughs> how that worked out. Guardians of the small, <laughs> tiny portion of one galaxy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, I, and, and yeah, and, and these shots are just incredible. Like, it, and you just, especially when you compare them to, um, you know, the, the similar or same shots, um, from, to, the uh, from, from the Hubble, like where yeah. you see them side by side and the Hubble, yeah. when you saw that was like, Oh my God, like, Holy shit. Oh yeah. Is- I remember mid nineties when that shit started coming out was amazing. So now, now you get to see it all in, you know, 4k resolution. So, and, <laughs> and when you look at like the shot, especially, and you know, the one I'm talking about, right. With the, with, with yeah. all the cosmic dust and, and you look at that and you, you realize like before we had all this light pollution and, and actual pollution in our atmosphere and you noise know, pollution and noise. No, yeah. but I mean, but especially just visually, uh, you know, it, like the earliest, you know, earliest man, like looking up at the sky and they actually saw some facsimile of this, like more so than I mean, you and you when you and I'm sure I'm not sure if you've been, I'm sure you've been to places where there's, you know no light pollution or very minimal light pollution like yeah utah yeah utah go out to utah it's incredible the difference get 100 miles away from a city and look up and it's just like oh my god and and you and you understand why they believe the stupid shit they would believe about you oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) like uh, like people in the sky and you're like oh wow okay maybe (laughs) you know what what the fuck is out there right like it's 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 a scary place you have to make up uh some deities to 
explain it all. No, it, it's and it's fucking incredible. I love stuff like this, and I see people being cynical about it on Twitter. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Like, you, like you're you're super cool. You're such an edge lord that you don't that you're not fucking amazed by. Oh this, yeah, but. I, I've had this argument with fucking leftists all the time. Oh, we shouldn't be spending money on space when we've got people. It's like we didn't take a bag of money and shoot it into the sun. <laughs> we had a fucking bag of money, and we paid a bunch of people like a decent wage uh, to do scientific research. Right. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. If a thing thing costs eight billion dollars, that's like literally what we spend a day at the Pentagon. So shut the fuck up. Right. It's like one of the better things that we do, you know, in ter- <laughs> with our money. That's not. It's like one of the few things that we have application for that's non-military, you know, in terms of aviation in this country right. or anything. Yeah, I mean, you know. I can watch a documentary on American space endeavors and not hate america for like five minutes right right <laughs> so uh but we should mention though the uh the the telescope jim webb telescope is still highly controversial because it's named after a guy who was nasa administrator who personally uh waged what they call the lavender scare it was a lgbt witch hunt to try to find any homosexual at nasa and fire them and they did right right and, uh, it, and it's it, yeah. it's disgusting we we so, had yeah. dr uh uh, Lucien Walkovich. I, I I forget how to pronounce her name, but it it something to that effect. Apologies if you're listening. Uh, but but that but they were on and they they we talked about this in detail. This was like maybe six months ago, I think. But oh, it, it was like a year ago. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah time flies. <laughs> yeah, only uh, um, of the um of the uh the, the um the organization that they're that they're with the they were with. Yeah, the 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 freaking I can't remember the name of the thing. In I, here I, in know, I know, I know, I know, I know. The uh, the the astronomy place where you go to the thing and the the wow. thing with the ta- wow. with the thing and the space <laughs> and the the, yeah. the space museum that's out by the lake near the fucking shed aquarium. Wow. All right. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm that canceled. place, I'm canceling uh, myself from the show now. <laughs> but they also founded the uh, Just Space Alliance, uh, which which is for uh, an organization for the. Uh, for a more inclusive and ethical future in space. So, you know, we and we talked a lot well, about and, and what's, Elon what's really Musk frustrating and, is that there's been like hundreds of like prominent astronomers who signed on to a letter saying, uh, this is unacceptable. You need to change the name of this telescope. And NASA uh, came back and said, we've found nothing that would suggest that that's appropriate. And it's like, uh, did you do you know who this guy was? <laughs> like, do you right? Like, this is, it's, it's fucking disgusting. And, and yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and, and when you said <laughs> when you first say James Webb, I had, I had flashbacks to the fucking that that goofy DNC candidate that ran in what was it twenty sixteen against Bernie and Hillary. Remember the guy who had like the Vietnam flashback on stage? Oh Jim yeah, Webb? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he was his like uh, son or something. But didn't uh, Alec Baldwin do a good impression of him once? I believe. Yeah, I think when they when that was like one of the few funny SNL bits when they yeah. did like the. He, he, they really leaned into like him going to the dark place and sign his head about <laughs> over Vietnam. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so, and and it's a fucking travesty because this is, I mean, arguably the the most incredible you know images of of, of deep space we've ever uh, seen. You know. Certainly, at least that didn't come from a rover, or from a you know an orbiter. Um, yeah, and uh, it's it, it's always going to be associated with a fucking bigot. So that that really is unfortunate. Always going to have an asterisk next to it, you know. Um, so it's probably written on the side, of, you know, on the side of it. So it's not like we're going to change it, and you know, it's still going to be fucking there. But it's uh, it's a shame. But you know what? 
Uh, it doesn't take away from all the, the hard work that, that was put into it by uh, the NASA scientists and the people who worked on the project. And, and it's, it's fucking incredible. I love shit like this. So uh, yeah, really cool. And uh, you know, and if you, and if you haven't seen these pictures and you're hearing us talk about it, I mean, seriously, go look at this uh, shit. Uh, AP has a lot of good ones. You can, I mean, uh, NASA on their website has uh, uncompressed versions. They're like 150 megabytes each. And they're like just incredibly detailed. You can really zoom in on it's like, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about this before, I think, but you know, one of the one of the names that's been suggested to uh, rename the uh, telescope <clears throat> after is Harry Tubman. Yeah, Harry Tubman yeah. was basically like he didn't have any maps, didn't have a compass. He got caught with that shit, you know. <clears throat> as, as a uh, you know, you're already on a run on the run as a uh, you know somebody who's liberated themselves from slavery. Um, so basically just had to use the stars and nothing else and had to teach other people how to read the stars to navigate. Right. Like while you're being chased by fucking the KKK. Right. right. She fucking taught herself astronomy. It's like, um, it's unbelievable. Like I'd be fucking dead in three days, you know, two days if I was, if I was alone, like trying to navigate by the stars, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't even, I don't even know how like humankind like crossed the oceans prior to the 1900s. No, like, it, it's incredible. Like, the idea that people would, you know, spread out across the islands of the Pacific in fucking canoes. Like, are you out of your fucking minds? Like, yeah. why? Why? No, Who would ever no. do that? No, it's, in- it's incredible. <laughs> Turns but, out um... we've been doing that for tens of thousands of years and <laughs> dying the whole time, too. Oh, God. Yeah. So, um, you know that's incredible. We should get into some of the uh, the less fun news of the week. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, uh, a crazy fucking thing that happened in, in Japan this week. Um, uh, real quick though, I wanted to play this clip. I actually had not listened to this yet, um, and neither of you. So, and this happened today as we're recording. So apparently, Jill Biden said some real stupid shit today at a at a press conference or some kind of fucking uh, i think brunch. you mean dr jill biden excuse me dr jill i forgot she's not using it lately because she's not trying to gaslight us about fucking us not getting fucking health care that's the only time she uses her her doctor her doctor title which is not a medical doctorate it's just a you know right. which it, it's a what is she she's like well, a doctor she, in english she conceded yeah yeah it's, it's something about books but she conceded um this week also that or last week i should say that uh her pet projects her pet policy of um like basically tuition free community college is off the table that it's no longer part of the democratic party agenda right it's not in the budget anymore yeah well they, they don't like, have like, the votes like, i mean they only have a majority and they only have a majority in the house and the senate i mean how were they supposed to get anything passed with that majority crazy it's crazy uh, so it, it, it's yeah it's yeah so let me let's play this clip because it's it's <laughs> We're both tired today, obviously. I, I'm sure everyone can tell. But <laughs> I woke up very late today, and I'm still exhausted. Just, I mean, you, you wake up and you get onto fucking Twitter, you doom scroll for five minutes, and you're just like, "That's it. I want to end my life. I don't right. want to live anymore. I don't want to be alive." You, you know, you think like you watch movies where old people are just like, "It's my time. I'm, I'm at peace with that." And you think, "How could you possibly be like, go on <laughs> Twitter for ten minutes, and you'll, you'll understand?" No, I, I, I for sure get that. I, I definitely get that. All right, yeah, let's play this clip because again, I, I I saw what was written, what 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 you said, but I haven't actually heard it yet. So I'm very curious. But we can't get those things on our own. Raúl helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community 
as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, <laughs> as beautiful as the blossoms what? of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Oh, my God. <laughs> is your strength. <laughs> the Bogodas? The Bogodas. The Bogodas. She was trying to say bodega? Yeah, yeah. But it, she doesn't know what the she doesn't know what a bodega is. No, so she because so she's a fucking it. rich elitist white liberal. And I mean, this is again, they can't help themselves, but show who they really are. So she says bogota because she's never heard the word bodega. Apparently, I she mean, com- she compared we, Hispanic we even, people to breakfast call, tacos. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't even call bodegas bodegas here in Chicago, but everyone still pronounces the word bodega bodega yes. here in the Midwest. Like, yes. I, I, how how fucking far up the ass of the Hamptons do you have to be to not know how to pronounce the word bodega? Well, I mean, we look. We know our husband fucking hates Hispanic people. We 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 know his immigration policy is even worse than Trump's. Um, it's just not as outwardly fascist, or it's at least not as verbally fascist as Trump's was. The rhetoric isn't the same, but uh, in practice, it's it's the same thing. Um, yeah. And 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 it's just yeah. I mean, again, they can't help but but show who they are, and when they when they do these speeches, because they're just not in touch with the fucking real world. So they think that uh, that that. I'm sure because that was clearly her reading. That wasn't her off the cuff remark um, that went through multiple people in the administration. Nobody, oh, yeah. nobody flagged that. I mean, you know, bodega, whatever. Like if she'd said it normally, nobody would have, you know, brushed up against it. Uh, to, but to compare to compare Hispanic people to uh, street tacos is like Jesus. Christ. I mean, imagine like if she was talking to like a black crowd and what the equivalent of that would be. I won't even say it because it's fucking racist. But like imagine her saying that, like just imagine for a second. And, and just imagine the fucking firestorm. But again, it wouldn't surprise me because we know who her fucking husband is. Her fucking the diversity is. of fried chicken and watermelon. That, in the literally, that's like that's like what it <laughs> right. That's exactly like the equivalent. But we that again wouldn't surprise me because we her fucking husband uh, supported segregation, didn't support integration uh, in schools in the 70s. I mean, he's a fucking racist piece of shit his entire life. So, you know, I'm sure his wife is not mm. much different. You know, so it's like not a huge surprise, but yeah, no, it's just just hilarious and and awful, and uh, it, it's amazing that he has eighteen percent approval among young people in this country with with fucking rhetoric oh, like this. Oh, oh, it's less than that. So I'm going to jump down here to this poll. Uh, New York Times poll: sixty four percent of Democrats Oof. don't want Joe Biden to be the 2024 nominee. Uh, yeah, they would sixty four percent, not of just terrible voters, but. 64% of Democrats say they would prefer another candidate, while only 26% said the party should re- uh, renominate him in 2024, according to the New York Times uh, Siena College poll released Monday. Uh, That's so, got to be, I mean, that has, I don't, I don't know if they've kept records of this. That has to be the worst inner party. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this is, this is not, uh, you know, we're not even 18 months. 18 months into his first term. This is the honeymoon period for most presidents. I mean, Bush was ragingly popular at this point. We're we're not even, we're not even to the midterms yet. (laughs) When, so, okay. I'm just going to read a little bit here at 79. Biden's elderliness, elderliness weighed heavily on respondents, but 33% of Democrats citing his uh, advanced age as the reason for favoring an alternative candidate. The president is the oldest in American history. Younger voters are particularly eager for a fresh face, more responsive to their interests, with 94% of Democrats under the age of 30 favoring Whoa. somebody new, according oh to the survey. 
Yeah. Holy fuck. I mean, you know, so it's not it, really it, a surprise, but again, you fucking morons, then don't vote for him when somebody primaries him in 2024, because you're going to fucking fall for it again. And you're going to be like, well, yeah, but he's the only one that can beat Trump. He's done it before. He can do it again. You know, that's a load of shit. They're going to try to oh, sell yeah. people. No, no, and no. It, well, you it fucking gets, assholes are not vote for him. It gets worse, too, because according to this poll, uh, people aren't nearly as outraged by Roe v. Wade being uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. So despite the angry progressive reaction to the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade, abortion only looms largest for 5% of vo- voters. So only 5% of voters said that, that Roe is the most important issue to them. Specifically, 1% of men and 9% of women, the poll shows. Only 1% you know, of that's, men. That's kind of a misleading. I mean... I wouldn't know if I would say that's my number one issue. That's really fucking important to me, though. Like, so sure. I, you know what I mean? But like, it's a weird. It, it just shows that, like, you know, the the, the thing that the Democrats are going to bank on winning them in the midterms is not going to mean shit. Well, right. right? That's, yeah. That also. I so mean, the poll geez, basically yeah. shows one uh, percent of men, nine percent of women. Uh, the poll shows mollifying some Republican fears that the decision could ruin the GOP's expected midterm spoils. The survey of 849 registered voters nationwide is conducted. Okay, so that's done. Um, oh, and it also says that uh, nobody cares about COVID anymore. <laughs> so it's like, right. gee, I wonder what administration fucking gaslit the shit out of them and hit all the fucking COVID stats so that they have no idea how bad COVID actually is in this country anymore. I wonder who's responsible for nobody caring about COVID anymore. Because it's not fucking the Trump administration. They've been did, did you out see of the power picture? For fucking um, it, it was a picture for like a vaccination site, and the sign said uh, something like "safe and free," and they had to cover up <laughs> yeah, the part the free that said was, "free" because it wasn't free it was anymore. Taped over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Joe Biden let the fucking free testing expire. Yeah. If you look at and people really have genuinely no idea how fucking rampant COVID is right now, and and you know and in populated areas if you look at um walgreens covid tracker which is just purely the the tests that they perform on site i mean i checked the other day new york is at like 40 percent like positive now that's sure that's people that go there to get tested but i mean those numbers city or state of new york i believe it's state of new york let me let me here let me I, i just saw a map um of where covid was at uh you know manageable versus bad versus like extreme caseload numbers right and every state in the country except for upstate new york uh was was in, was in the, the like extreme like this is the worst it's ever been <laughs> right but okay so you know. current okay so here's new york I'm, I'm just on walgreens covid index and this is purely based on they they give you the exact number of tests and the positivity rate uh this week they've done 1100 tests 29.2 percent positive last week was 19.8 percent it's not uh, a huge uptick, but yeah, ten percent. It still uh, seems like a lot of. I mean, that just seems like a, a really low percent of people who think they have COVID and actually do, compared to the number of people that are getting well, tested for COVID and don't still, have it. There are still workplaces that that make you test, like you know, especially up here in the Northeast. So right. I mean, there's some percentage of that, but I mean, also you know, I think there are a lot of people who have it and don't get tested like there are a ton of oh people. yeah no I'm, I'm i'm not saying that's not the case i'm sure there is way more people who have gotten covid and not gotten tested for it than have gone to get a test for covid and not had covid <laughs> so uh 
Okay, so uh, Connecticut, where I am, 35.9% positivity rate. Uh, let's see. where uh, Illinois, I, I'm bad with shape, uh, state shapes. 40.1% positivity in Illinois. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, hilarious. So I just saw, this yeah. is totally unrelated, I saw a stat uh, about Chicago that the uh, Cook County Jail had a higher uh, voting percentage than the city at large. In the last primary. <laughs> That's fine. So only 20% of Chicagoans voted in the last primary. 25% of Cook County jail inmates voted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> just, just like, you know, it is, I think it's just, you know, people look at, look at the world and they're like, doesn't matter who I fucking vote for. Nothing's going to change. No, and again, right. things going to change. Like, at least you're, if you're in jail, you're like, well, I got nothing else to do. I might as well vote. <laughs> fucking bored. Probably um, got like, you know, an extra hour outside my cell to go vote so <laughs> right yeah fuck i mean shit i'll vote for whoever says they're not gonna fucking take away my right to vote in jail <laughs> you know <laughs> whoever gives me an extra soda per month is gonna get my vote right well i mean you remember fucking during the primaries when when bernie was like yeah i don't think you should like lose your right to vote you're not losing your citizenship when you get convicted of a crime you you know you are you know, convicted of a crime and you're in prison. That's bad enough. Right. Like you should retain your right. Well, what if they vote then, them, themselves out of jail? It's like, well, well no, the well, law well, works. That was, you remember that was when <laughs> Buttigieg was like, oh, so Bernie, I guess, thinks that the Boston bomber should get a vote. And he's like, yeah, yeah. The Boston bomber should get a vote. Like every fucking person that these right wing fucking sheriff's departments have put in jail didn't, over bullshit, dr- you know, drug Boston cases. Marathon bar- bomber was a neat. Uh, weren't they not U.S. citizens, though? No, I think the kid was. Like, they were born here. Like, their parents weren't, oh, but they were born okay. here. But that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, who, yeah, okay, great. What, what do you think? He's going to swing an election? No. it. You know, who is going to swing an election? <laughs> I mean, fucking... is he also on death row, too? Like, won't, won't he not have a vote because he's I dead don't, soon? I don't think so, because I think he, in Massachusetts, I don't think there's a death. I could be wrong I about thought, I thought they were. he was tried federally, though. Yeah, I don't remember. Exactly. Under, I don't remember other the terrorism, federal terrorism things. I feel like they would have killed him already if he was, but I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, death penalty appeals take fucking 20 years. You know that. That's, yeah, that's true. Um, but, oh, and one more state, by the way. California, the most populous state in the country, 51.6% positivity rate out of 8,000 tests. Last week, it was 39%, so it's about wow. 11 per- I mean, that's a ton of fucking people that have COVID. I mean, that's, you know, as a sampling. And, and it's just, I, I mean, there's no I, fucking resources whatsoever for anyone anymore. Unless you have health insurance, like it's just fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the resources was, you know, given to us. Basically by Donald Trump, (laughs) you know, right. No, it's 100 percent. true. I mean, look, fucking call spade a spade. (laughs) Like we got I mean, we got a a vaccine, you know, in part because we've been, (laughs) you know, the, the researching how to make vaccines for pandemics that didn't exist yet but we got this vaccine in record time uh and at least for a while it was free right so if if you were a smart person you took advantage of that right get in while the getting's good and get your immunity up and you don't gotta worry about this shit but (laughs) unfortunately that was a small window you know had about a year and again and again you know and we don't have to harp on it but the fact that the 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 way that this country approached it where it was vaccine only also led to the the just complete mit like removal of any mitigation and or prevention methods whatsoever and the biden administration completely de-emphasizing masking and now we're at the point where the variant that's going around right now is almost completely vaccine evasive and it's just 
they've almost completely undone any good that they you did said with the evasive fight. not invasive evasive correct it's it, right. it evades the vaccine yes and, and it's just you know it's so the actual effectiveness is is extremely low you know compared I, oh yeah I you, like, you don't even you know. have to wear a mask on transit here in chicago anymore you like, have to wear a mask on a fucking plane where you're sharing air in a in a tube with people sharing the same recycled air it's fucking insanity yeah it's, no. it's insane i but yeah but whatever you know it's just nobody's gonna do anything this country's a fucking nightmare every day anyway well, if you really hate america this is you know like if you really want to see america fucking crash into the mountain faster and faster uh this is a good time for it you know <laughs> yeah no i mean not yeah for sure i mean look at least we, we aren't our leaders aren't getting shot down in the street with fucking you know potato <laughs> potato guns, guns. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever <laughs> Apparently, this is the first time this. I mean, I he must have testified it, but like he got him on the first shot. He he like hit him twice on both shots. That but gun he got him like it could fire twice. Like <laughs> that gun was like like some shit you make when you're like 16 in your backyard when you fucking yeah. get some like PVC right. pipes. Well, and, when you live in a country where guns are illegal, you got right. you got to MacGyver that shit, right? Right. Or they're very high. <laughs> Japan, you can get a gun, but it's very. It's like people hold that up as like the model of what we should have here. Like it's a crazy. Yeah. You can get like a World War II musket. And it's a very detailed process and you need like a psych evaluate. Like it's it's actually probably what we should fucking have in this country to get a gun. But um, yeah. it, but yeah, so it's very hard to get a gun in Japan. But yeah, he, he had this improvised fucking shotgun uh, and and he, he shot uh, Shinzo Abe, the former president uh, of Japan, to death um, <laughs> at, at when he was giving a speech. Uh, fucking insane you know again it's not you know I, I don't even know if they found a motive beyond like he didn't like the guy but so yeah so there is this like weird wacko church based out of uh south korea that shinzo and right. his party uh the liberal party even though he's a fascist because liberal can mean literally anything nowadays uh and they had some like involvement with each other so it was it was like almost like a religious thing right yeah so nippon kaigi is the name of the uh the fascist organization cult that he's a part of right right and their current prime minister is also a member of this fascist cult right too um so yeah i mean and i i don't i didn't know a whole lot about this guy like i i knew that he was bad Right, but I, the thing I remember I, most about him was when he met Trump, and he was making these like ridiculous. Like he was remember like the he was like the first world leader to meet with Trump, and he had this just visibly like shocked face, like every time they would cut to him, he's like, "Look at this fucking guy." Yeah, for, from from a society that like literally you know from birth trains people to not have facial reactions. To anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why it was so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, but yes, beyond that, I didn't know much about him either. Well, so I'm going to read a couple paragraphs here just to contextualize. Uh, This is from the WSWS.org website, stands for World Socialist Website. Probably (laughs) the only organization that includes the word website in the initials of their organization. (laughs) So uh, Abe's second term in office marked a significant shift to the right in the Japanese establishment. Abe was a member of the ultra-nationalist organization Nippon Kaiji, which promotes remilitarization, historical revisionism to cover up the crimes of the Japanese military in the 30s and 40s, and the restriction of democratic rights. Many other leading government figures, including Prime Minister uh, Kashida, also belong to this organization. Mm -hmm. Abe regularly addressed uh, 
Nippon Kaiji pledging to push through constitutional changes that would explicitly recognize the legality of Japan, uh, Japan's military, the self-defense force, in a move that would pave the way for Article 9's eventual abolition. That's their constitution that we basically wrote for them that said, uh, you can't be an empire anymore. <laughs> uh, can't, can't have an offensive military. Only we're allowed to do that. Right. This would, allow, uh, this would allow... Japanese imperialism to more aggressively reassert itself overseas in coordination with U.S. war prep preparations aimed at China. He also wanted uh, uh, Japan to uh, have U.S. nukes that oh, they would control. Sure. Right. So uh, just like basically wants to reignite pre-World War II Japan where they were just slaughtering people by the millions Um and this is, I mean, this is like to put this in context, uh, you know, we when we talk, you know, we talk about like how much the Soviet Union were the real people that won World War II. Um, you know, and America kind of jumped in the last second and was like, hey, we got France. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but we really don't talk much about China in World War II. China was fighting World War II two years before Germany invaded Poland. They were fighting, <laughs> fighting against Japanese invasion of their country uh, since 1937. And in the process of fighting back against Japanese invasion, 14 million Chinese people died. Like that's, yeah. that's up there to the 20 million Soviets that we always talk about. Right? right. And I mean, and people don't, I think people don't contextualize world war two that way. They think it's like, Oh, well these, these world powers got together and they took on these world powers. No, it's just like a couple of, massive like it's like a big bar fight that like all melded into one basically and it just became world war ii like there were just you know fucking it, yeah. it, multiple yeah. conflicts and it was just like well i guess we should we should work with these guys since they're they seem to be more ideologically or or you know they, they align with our interests a little bit more so yeah. let's let's go with the and it just well, it kind of ended well, up that way it's really but. interesting to me too is is that you know the the communist revolution of china in 1949 didn't just happen out of nowhere. I mean, there, there was a civil war in China happening between the nationalists and the communists from 1927 up until 1937 when Japan invaded. Right. And they both then fought against Japan, but not <laughs> together. It was like two totally different organized militaries fighting against Japan. And as soon as that war was over, they went back to fighting each other. <laughs> and the communists ultimately won. Uh, and the... Oh, yeah. President of Japan, uh, Chiang Kai-shek, fled to Taiwan and declared Taipei the new capital of China. Right, so you always hear about you know like Taiwanese independence being controversial to China. Well, there's kind of a reason for that. Like th this would be like if Juan Guaido uh, fled from Venezuela to Miami and declared Miami the new capital of Venezuela. Like you just we wouldn't they wouldn't fucking stand for that. Right. right so right. so that I mean that's like kind of the historical context of like all the all the fucking ultra nationalists that were against communism were trying to destroy communism throughout China. They all fled to Taiwan that became like their stronghold. So that's kind of the legacy and the relationship between mainland China and, and Taiwan. But it, it is pretty amazing. The communists won um, over all these years of war, because when, when the communist party of China, the Chinese communist party was founded in 1927, when this civil war started, they only had 300 members. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, but, it, it, weirdly, when you have an ideology that makes sense to a lot of people, it's very easy to build your ranks. Like, oh, yeah, like fucking yeah. fascism. Although, well, and they know. and they did that by radicalizing the, the rural farmers. Right. It wasn't it wasn't big in the cities. 
right? It was the farmers who grew all the food who were turned into the communists. <laughs> right. Hence the fucking hammer and sickle. Like the sickle part exactly. of that was the fucking, Exactly. It wasn't intellectuals. Know. It was the people that were tired of fucking backbreaking labor for enriching the landlords. Right. 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 So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Shinzo, Shinzo Abe, that motherfucker got murked. And uh, <laughs> he got his... Yeah, that 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 was crazy. Did you watch? I saw the video of it too, and I was like, "Damn!" It's just again, it's like not something I have a super strong opinion on one way or another, other than the fact that he seems like a piece of shit, and you know, oh, kind of good shooting fashion, right? Good riddance, but yeah. like, damn, like that's you know, he that's some shit we haven't seen in a while. World leader just get fucking shot like like that, just, you know, just it's, get yeeted out of nowhere. How, I haven't seen the video. Like, how close was he standing to him? Oh, yeah, like right him? behind him. Like, cause it's just not. I don't think anyone really. I mean, he was, I didn't see like much secure. I mean, there were people around him and nobody was really seemed like nobody was paying attention to this guy. He just walked up to him and fucking whipped it out and, you know, blasted him. <laughs> I mean, look, Japan's not America. They don't have fucking psychos on every block with a fucking no. AR-15. Like, it's not something that's probably you just have people committing suicide in that forest every day for, you <laughs> right. Know, right. If you steer clear of- that far, that fucking uh, super fucking haunted, probably forest, <laughs> like you're probably fine. Oh yeah. I, I, there, there's um, some, um, like unexplained mysteries show on Netflix with uh, hosted by William Shatner of all people I started watching. And it was, I turned it off 10 minutes into it because it was just so like over the top sensationalist. Right. right. And, but it was just like, is there something evil about this forest? <laughs> when you go there, there's no sounds of any birds or insects. And the scientists believe that volcanic rock that's magnetized is, it's just like that over the top. Of a, of a line reading and the delivery. Yeah, it's just a place it's people like, go because they know that's where other people went to fucking no, kill themselves. Like. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just fucking like the allure. Like sometimes you get people who, you know, like they didn't want to kill themselves before until they saw somebody who got a bunch of attention for it. And they're like, well, I'm going to show the world. Right. Jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Exactly. That's not like, you know, supernaturally fucking, you know, predisposed to causing suicide. It's just people like, oh, this is a high fucking thing and we can jump off of it and die and have a cool view for yeah. five minutes. Did um, you ever watch that documentary just called The Bridge? No, no. Is that what it's about? Yeah, yeah. So they um, they set up cameras on either side of the bridge, and they just filmed 24-7 for one year. And out of the average 24 jumps per year, they were able to catch uh, 12 of them on camera and were able to... Uh, stop several wow. additional ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if they saw somebody that could like climb mm-hmm. over the railing was like getting ready to jump, they would filmmakers would immediately call uh, the port authority to, to try to save them. You right. know, like they're not, but they like some people would, they wouldn't give any indication. They would just like boop, off. Right? right. Whereas others would like climb over the railing and then just stand there forever. Right. And they were able to be, be talked down, but like they, they interviewed one guy who survived but it was like he hit the water and it like shattered his legs and shattered oh. his spine. Yeah. You, you don't realize like you, you're jumping onto, you know, from that high up when you hit the water, it's, it's like, like jumping on the concrete. Right. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. I mean that height, it's just the, yeah. the momentum you build up. Um, <laughs> you know, you reminded me of when you mentioned the Shatner thing, you ever watch that show back in the day, uh, beyond belief factor fiction with fucking, uh, Jonathan Frakes. No, but I know the meme. No, yeah. it, was, it was actually a really good show. It, it was, it was on, uh, I want to say it was on sci-fi. I can't remember, but it was yeah. like every week they would have like five, like 
dramatized like stories like really like crazy fucking things that happen i didn't even know that he hosted a show like that until the meme came out of it. <laughs> right but i was like damn this must have came out like right after star trek next generation yeah it was like like pretty young pretty like mid to late 90s but it was, it was actually yeah. a good show they would have like all these crazy yeah. stories every week and they were all based on like true stories except for one and you'd have to like he would tell you at the end of the episode, like which ones, which one was fake and which one was real. But it was, right. it was cool. Cause like a lot of, it was like all like weird shit like that, you know, semi supernatural or like, just like, Oh man, I remember so when I was growing up in the eighties, it was unsolved mysteries with Robert Stack. Uh, it's it's very alive. similar, and, similar premise. Yeah. yeah. But like being a kid, that show fucking scared the shit out of me. Cause it was always about fucking ghosts. Right. And I was like a latchkey kid, so I was always like watching it when my mom would like go out on dates, right? right. And I was like home by myself, and it's night out, and I'm like nine years old. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> fucking terrified. <laughs> I'm afraid, afraid of everything. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was impressionable as a child. Not so much now, but um, yeah, Jonathan Frakes weird. It's, he he after Star Trek got to like pretty much direct any episode of like regular broadcast TV he wanted to, and hmm. there's there's a ton of episodes of shows you're like oh he directed that no shit <laughs> good shit well, good but, good second yeah. second career um he said something so, really shitty about serena williams one time though and yeah. i was like whoa like it was like she got mad and threw a racket and he was just like wow what what a classless something like that and i was like uh you know how many white guys have right. fucking thrown their racket in right. a game of tennis before like come on Right, it's like <laughs> John Macro's entire brand is being a fucking little bitch. Like, when oh he, yeah, when yeah. Well, and and, yeah. and people were just like fucking tweet storming at Patrick Stewart, being like, "Collect your boy." <laughs> <laughs> and then the tweet was deleted like three days later. Okay. So <laughs> somebody it's probably, said it's probably this next time he checked Twitter, he doesn't seem like somebody would be on Twitter all no. the time. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably, yeah, who knows? Who knows what he thought? But like, oh fuck! Not that I give a shit about fucking rich ass neoliberal fucking right. hanging out with war criminal Serena Williams but right but um what was I gonna say oh you know we actually forgot uh when we were talking about Biden uh and and just the general shittiness of his administration he he they put out a quote this week that I mean again how any like you everyone should show this to their liberal fucking relatives and friends who are still going to vote for the fucking Democrats, despite how mad they are about Roe v. Wade. Cause I want you to know what he thinks about you. If you care about this fucking psychotic fascist return to the 1940s that we're seeing in this country right now. Um, this, this is from, uh, uh, his, his latest fucking, uh, propagandist mouthpiece, uh, press secretary, I forget her name. Um, uh, Joe Biden's goal in responding to Dobbs is not to satisfy some activists who have been consistently out of step with the mainstream of the Democratic Party. It's to deliver help to women who are in danger and to and assemble a broad-based coalition to defend a woman's right to choose now, just as he assembled such a coalition to win the 2020 campaign, she said. So people... What, I just want to know, like, what, what Democratic activists are outside of the, the mainstream of the party the people screaming at them to literally fucking do anything like at this do, point do what, if, as Kamala if you're said. still a democrat and you're actively trying to do something anything like i, I would argue that like, there's nobody left in the party besides those people everyone else fucking quit a long time ago right right and and yeah there are those and then they're like the the you know the 500 people who who actually make the fucking money that siphon you know that siphons to the top of that ponzi scheme and they're they're doing everything they can to fucking um 
protect it. But I mean, it's it's just fucking disgusting to say something like that. I mean, what a fucking slap in the face to people who are getting arrested, you know, throwing themselves at these fucking fascist cops who are beating the shit out of people protesting for a right that they've had their entire fucking lives that was just ripped away from them by a rogue fucking far right Supreme Court. I mean, it's just it's unreal. Can't, can't imagine why 94% of Democratic voters under the age of 30 don't want Joe Biden to be reelected. <laughs> right, right. And I, I hope you fucking keep that same energy when it comes time for a primary and you fucking vote for that dipshit anyway. Or if he fucking steals a primary and goes to the general because he does not deserve your vote and you don't need to be fucking swayed by the bullshit fucking arguments that you've always been swayed by. Don't fucking vote for him. He's a fucking fascist. He's a right-wing fucking fascist. He has been his entire career. And if you vote for him, you're just enabling the further rightward fucking tilt of the Democratic Party, a party you claim to care about. So just, you know, remember that when you fucking try to guilt one of us into fucking voting for this right-wing fucking nightmare of a party, because it's not going to happen. It's not going to fucking happen. So here's a headline. Here's a headline. White House privately signaling, this is from today, White House privately signaling it's still moving forward with anti-abortion court pick. Oh, great. Yeah. Remember when they we talked about this last week? They put mm-hmm. it on pause because uh, they were going to nominate him the same day that they overturned Roe. And they were like, ooh, we might might want to hold on that. Well, guess what? They're still going to do it. They're still going still gonna to do it. President Joe Biden is not backing off plans to nominate an anti-abortion attorney to a lifetime federal judgeship in Kentucky, despite strong opposition from Democrats. I guess that would be the Democratic activists uh, who are out of step with the mainstream party. And reproductive rights groups, according to a recently brief, uh, a recently briefed on, sorry, according to a source recently briefed on the White House's plans, White House officials have refused to talk about Chad Meredith ever since the Louisville Courier-Journal reported last month that he is the president's pick for a soon-to-be vacant U.S. district court seat in eastern Kentucky. The newspaper even provided copies of June 23rd emails from the White House to Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear, Democrat, confirming Biden's plans to nominate Meredith, a member of the conservative Federalist Society who has fought abortion rights. Yep. That's who Joe Biden wants, still wants, to be on a lifetime federal judgeship. I mean, again, this is not, you know, this is the Democratic Party's fucking M.O. I mean, literally the 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 week that the Roe uh, decision leaked that the, that, you know, that, that it was coming down, Nancy Pelosi and James Clyburn were, were in Texas campaigning for a fucking anti-abortion Democrat, Henry Cuellar, who was running against a uh, pro-abortion, pro-choice fucking, you know, uh, progressive left, whatever. I mean, progr- you know, <laughs> less shitty Democrat. Uh, in Jessica Cisneros, uh, and they literally were campaigning for this motherfucker, and they didn't change the campaign plans, and they still campaigned for him after that was leaked. So again, this party does not give a fuck about you or anything you care about or any of your rights that you think they do. You're a fucking mark if you vote for them because they don't care about you. It is a fucking joke to vote for either one of these fucking parties. It's a fucking joke. Um, yeah. How do we get how do we vote for that fucking Scottish guy who's a member of the UN parliament? <laughs> we had a clip from last week we didn't get to. I, I, I still have it actually loaded up. We could play it. Can you roll that? He's been he's been um, I've seen like multiple new clips of this guy. So he's clearly uh, like, so he's I, a member of the EU's parliament. He's a member of the European parliament. So it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an official body in the EU. Or no, he's, he's Irish, not Scottish, I believe. Yeah. 
I yes, he is Irish, I believe, but he's part of the EU, the the European yeah, Parliament. Yeah. So well, I, I, I love before we roll this. I love that, like you know, like his accent is the way that, like, like when we when we hear like an Irish accent in American movies, it's always just it's like it's the way an actor would do it. Even if right. they're Irish, they still have an affectation that's not doesn't sound like what real Irish people sound like. And I love that he sounds the way he sounds. Cause he like, sounds like a love. fucking dock worker. It's amazing. Like, it, this is, it. yeah, this, this is, this, this, this it, 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 the guy's got the fucking like this huge Moses main of rock star hair and his beard. And he's wearing a shirt with no sleeves on it. Like this is what he fucking wears to the UN parliament. You know, he Fuck looks yeah. Like Roger Waters fucking roadie. <laughs> yeah, and this guy, like, he should, does. you know, just, it's amazing. So yeah, let, let, let's hear this, a little bit of this guy's speech on the floor of the European parliament last week. A woman's right to choose is a human right. Why are we so quiet about challenging the U.S. when they threaten human rights? Some people have said in here, oh, we can't be talking. Why, why, how dare we talk about the U.S.? Well, we talk about everybody else. Is the U.S. a functioning democracy? Well, let's have a look at it. It costs $2 billion to become president. They're 25% of the total prisoners in the world. They spend over $800 billion a year on arms, which is uh, more than most of the world put together. They've been at war for 250 years since their state was formed 275 years ago. But they can't afford universal health care. They can't afford the 1.7 trillion debt forgiveness for students. They can't afford a program for the, 1 pint, for the 17 million children that go to bed hungry. Is this a functioning democracy? What's your idea of a democracy? Bernie Sanders wasn't even allowed to win the nomination for the Democrats. The Americans couldn't spell democracy. <laughs> I love yeah, how rules. he he he, he said he doesn't say threatened. He says threatened. Right. Right. He doesn't say students. He says students. Right. So he's like taking away cert, like the 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 you know the the H out of one word and putting it into another one. <laughs> right. That's great. No, that, that, I love that guy. He's he's great. Just no bullshit. Fucking you know, <sighs> it's like the way people would really yell in a fucking bar. Like, right. If you were mad about. It about these things more guys like that in politics and less fucking joe biden's and kamala harris's more more of that guy and less boris yeltsin boris yeltsin who canceled himself uh this week last week um did he die or like he's dying no he just he's done such a terrible fucking job and had so many scandals that he's basically forced to resign like it, they, no, no, they no, have no. currently though I, th- I, th- I could have sworn i saw a picture of him the other day where he's like in a hospital bed or is that or is that oh. just like a meme going around i don't know probably a meme going around well the thing is they don't have a replacement for him and there isn't a like, no no, you no know boris, how- John- Bo- <laughs> boris johnson that- you said boris yeltsin that's why I was did i say like- boris yeltsin you did that's I, what I, was- I thought he died years ago yeah i'm talking yeah. about boris johnson sorry yeah, yeah, if yeah. i misspoke i'm there. thinking of gorbachev so we're both fucking up <laughs> no gorbachev i just saw a picture of him like in a fucking on his deathbed recently he's i'm pretty sure this is not mandela effect but he died a long time ago correct me if i'm wrong i'm, I'm gonna look it up now because i yeah right yeah. um he is no he's still alive 91 years old wow yeah, no, so yeah i did see a picture of him on his death Does he still have the fucking thing on his head yeah that dude that's not coming off that's <laughs> i mean i figured if you get like maybe if you get old enough it just like you know you, you he, get... the dude was president and he didn't fucking get it yeah get it get rid of it so i mean or you know whatever he was fucking you know. yeah prime, um, minister. prime minister uh yeah. so yeah boris johnson boris johnson who couldn't be bothered to comb his hair uh just you know the guy that they you know that mike pompeo said that he wouldn't 
guarantee he would get elected, you know, interfere with the UK election and make sure Jeremy Corbyn was not going to be the prime minister. Um, and yeah, he's already just in two years fucking like run the country into the ground even more. Um, and now everyone's sick of him. Everyone. Right. And he's out finally. Um, and, and we actually have a clip of a, of a great, uh, person on the streets reaction when they were told of the news. Oh yeah, uh, this is great. Didn't even know he resigned. I've just finished work. So, well, that's a bit of good news for the day, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I what else can you so say? Sometimes, oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's big news. If you if, when you when you watch that video on Twitter, if you scroll down, there's like an older woman they ask about Boris Johnson, and she's just like, and like she's like <laughs> mad that you she was even asked about him, and just like fucking like walks away from the camera. Uh, yeah, like not not as great as the the famous clip of the the old lady who's asked about Margaret Thatcher. Oh and is, God, you know, so good. I fucking drive a stake through hot to make sure she stays dead. <laughs> so I was like, isn't that pretty harsh to say on the day she's her funeral? She's like, too bad, too bad. <laughs> love, love that clip. I uh, love that lady. That was that was great. Um, yeah. So on the clip of this girl, this this young woman looks like she's about like twenty, right? Um, like the immediately people were like, well, what part of England is she from? With that, because she sounds like the daughter of all four Beatles. I was just gonna say, it had to be Liverpool. Like it has to be fucking. Well, Liverpool. so she's from Darlington. Right, which is uh, uh, um, 141 miles away from Liverpool, okay. which you know to Americans that's to be like that's right next door, but to right. England it's that's a completely that, different country. country. Right, it's, it's not completely that big. fucking like no, that like the, the, if you told an English person she sounds like she's she's from Liverpool, they would fucking laugh at you, right? And they'd be like, <laughs> right. no, that sounds nothing alike. But like, no, that, that the inf- to me the inflection sounds very similar. <laughs> she has a vocal to, cadence similar to to the Beatles, like to the Liverpudlians, like for exactly, sure. exactly. <laughs> Like the very the, the kind of slow droll and like inflection going up. Right, uh, yeah. So, but again, pe- people in the comments were like, uh, "What the fuck are you talking about, Liverpool?" She's obviously from Darlington. With that the accent. only British people we like are from Liverpool. Give us a fucking break! Like, we, and we like yeah. this person, so we assume wh- wherever the wherever the fuck Led Zeppelin's from, too. Right, they, they right. Get a, they get a one. <laughs> no, there's some cool people from London, but it's 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 a very it's a very thin. Thin bunch, thin thin selection. Bowie, Bowie. You know? Yeah, yeah. What can you do? Right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, fuck. I don't remember where we we're going. Yeah. So, Boris Johnson, he's out. That fucking prick. Um. You know. And and now it's I'm sure gonna just be he's gonna be replaced by a uh, another shitbag conservative, and the the fucking Labour Party's led by a bunch of conservatives anyway, a bunch of Blairites. Like, it's just... what were they so? Like, I understand that, like, you don't, if you're a fucking, you know, military loving scumbag Tory, the idea of Jeremy Corbyn being prime minister is just, you it's know, a nightmare you, to, yes. But, like, <laughs> if you think he's so bad, just let him have the job for a while. And if he's terrible, then you'll have proved your case. They, right? And they never really, I mean, they didn't like him, but they did. They, they It was the fucking liberals. It was the fucking capitalists right. getting together. And they were like, we cannot let this guy show that there's a better way to do this shit because then we exactly. will never I mean look they know they 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 can't roll back the NHS they do everything they can to ticky tack you know bite away at it but they can't just be like we're repealing the NHS we're repealing our national health care service because people in fucking in in the in in England love the fucking NHS because it's like yeah 
we don't want to have to fucking pay when we break our leg. That's not fair to us as a fucking yeah. tax-paying citizen that we have to pay. I don't understand how they have national health in that country and still all have fucking terrible teeth. I don't like, know if they have national dental care. I think that I think that didn't make it into the <laughs> original. I mean, they could. They have the fucking infrastructure to do it. Like, aren't you sick of having terrible teeth? Like, come they, on. they have a very starch-heavy diet. It's just a rough... It's a rough all around, um, but no. I, Sorry yeah. to any of our British listeners, but uh, we don't y'all like know. You. Y- y'all know. Y'all know what you're like. <laughs> you y'all know what you're going on. What's going on in your mouths right now? You took the um, worst of you and made America, so you can't <laughs> fucking complain. Right? No, we're the we're the we're the fucking most like like fucking MAGA like right wing like let's let, we we need to escape so we can have more control over our slaves uh, bunch from England. That's Ugh. that's who fucking started this country. So speaking of fucking war loving Tories, uh, I wanted to leave, just just read a couple paragraphs um, because when when you've lost Max Boot, uh, you've you've really fucking fucked up. Um, so Max Max Boot, who famously hated Bernie Sanders, uh, is a Washington Post columnist. Max Boot is a historian, best selling author, and foreign policy analyst who has been called one of the world's leading authorities on armed conflict by the International Institute for Strategic Studies, probably the CIA. Right. Uh, he is a Gene K. Fitzpatrick Senior Fellow for National Security Studies at the Council on Foreign Relations and a columnist for the Ma- okay. Washington Post. Yeah, again, CIA. <laughs> Max Boot is now writing a biography of Ronald Reagan for Norton Liverwright. His previous biography, The Road Not Taken, Edward Lansdale, and the American Tragedy in Vietnam. Not, not, not the tragedy that America committed in Vietnam, but the American tragedy in Vietnam. That we didn't beat them. That, that we didn't kill more of them. Yes, the tragedy sure. is that we, that, you know, the, the, the troops got spat upon, or at least that's what they made up in the 1980s that never actually happened. Right. So he's, this is, I just, I love the headline. Tories awakened to the cost of being led by an entertainer. <laughs> well this is why he, he has credibility now because he he was he's he's lifelong conservative one of the worst fucking offenders of of iraq war propaganda but he didn't like trump so liberals were, were like oh max boot he's one he's one of us he's now. one of us exactly exactly as long as you're a raging fascist but if you don't like trump you're still good with the liberals so he writes, this is this is fucking brutal. He writes, uh, every stage of Boris Johnson's political progression has been utterly ludicrous and farcical. <laughs> and that extended to his downfall, or clownfall, as the economist dubbed it. Suddenly in the past few days, there was a mass exodus from the British government among cabinet ministers who professed themselves to be shocked by the prime minister's duplicity. A decent and responsible government relies on honesty, integrity, and mutual respect. Thundered Northern Ireland Secretary Brandon Lewis in his letter of resignation. But apparently, this is like a, you know, it's like a common thing where it's like if you want to shame the Prime Minister, you know, like a, a bunch of people from your party start resigning in a protest. And right, it looks bad. American, you know, nobody in America would do that. Right, no, like no. not not in our government. You're I like, wish no, I fucking wish people forever. would resign I, I, from right. any fucking party in this country. I fucking right. wish. Johnson's management of the COVID pandemic was no more successful. A House of Commons committee found that Johnson, quote, made seriously early errors, end quote, by flirting with the crackpot theory that allowing people to be infected would lead to herd immunity. The result was many thousands of avoidable deaths. Eventually, Johnson instituted a strict lockdown, but he failed to abide by it, the result of which was Partygate, 
uh, the Partygate scandal. Uh, as evidence emerged of Johnson and his aides legally partying at 10 Downing Street. <laughs> it's just like literally like, like, hey, where would they, you know, where's the most possible, like most visible place for us to throw a party when we're not supposed to? The fucking Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnson was finally felled by one scandal too many. His chief deputy whip, uh, Chris Pincher, a name straight out of Dickens, had to resign after being caught groping men in a bar. Johnson professed shock until it emerged that he had been informed of similar misbehavior in the past when he had brought Pincher into the foreign office. So, so literally, his name's Pincher, and he's going around groping people. <laughs> like, ha, how do you think I got this name? On brand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally, like you know. You know, why is your name blacksmith? Well, because my great, great, great grandfather was a blacksmith. Like That's how they fucking named everybody in England back then. So, like, I come from a long line of of bar pinchers. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, just it like, you know, broken clock is wrong twice a day, whatever. Worst man in history has the same opinion as you, whatever. Right, right. And it's, yeah, just good fucking riddance. You fucking tosser, Boris Johnson. I, I really <laughs> hope that this creates a, a fucking major power vacuum and that Somehow Jeremy Corbyn is able to step into it, but we know that's not going to ever be allowed to happen. No, I mean, he he came as close as I think he's ever going to. Uh, God bless him. But um, I think right. before we wrap this up, we did want to mention a little bit because we uh, had a little little bumper uh, dialogue at the front of the episode oh, yeah. of uh, Jordan. What's his middle initial? P or B? Who cares? Jordan yeah. Peterson, the dumbest man in Canada. Uh, and Kermit just so, yeah, Kermit the Frog. And... I I don't I don't I'm one of these people that follows him around like paying attention to anything he does. It's it's got to be like reached Herculean levels of fucking dumb shittery before I'm aware of it. Right. Um. But he's just he's obsessed with Elliot Page apparently, also from Canada. Uh. Because as a trans man, uh, who used to be Ellen Page, that is like a, a, a bridge too far for Jordan Peterson, who is a fucking obsessed. That now, you know, apparently thousands more youth will be misled into, you know, changing genders. Right. And and he uh, and so he fucking like so he tweeted something out where he like used Elliot Page's dead name in a tweet and Twitter um, suspended him and said, like, hey, you need to delete this tweet. But only temporarily. Right. All he had to do was delete delete your tweet. tweet. And yeah. she's like, I won't bow to the Twitter Nazis and delete this, the the, the free speech Nazis and blah, blah, blah. Right, I'm but not he gonna... did. But like, who, who fucking cares? So like, maybe what he said, he said something in this interview, like, well, how many people, how many kids are going to get gender reassignment surgery now? One, a thousand? I don't know. And it's like, so what hopefully if it was as many 10, as, they, as Hopefully as many as fucking want it. Like, what's not who your fucking, fucking like, body? It's I, not your I, parts. I don't, like, what do you I don't care? understand this this obsession they have with trans men and women. Like, it, I, I who, really do think it's... it's are a, they afraid that, like, they're going to be having a good time with a pretty lady and go home and start it's a cl- you know, it's making a out? No, it's, and it's and like then, like, a, right. suddenly find out the pretty lady used to be a guy? Like so, like oh, you're are you gay now? Like no, you were making out with a pretty lady. I, I think a lot for a what? lot of them, it's 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 much like we saw in like the '90s with with a lot of the Republicans who were like hardcore anti-gay, and then you'd find them like sucking somebody off in a in a truck stop bathroom. It's just like a, it's just they can't deal with the fact that they find you know a certain like tra- certain trans people attractive, so that they need to. I really think that there's a lot of pathology to the people yeah, it, doubt doth be, protest too much sort of thing. It's got to you know? be an internal sexualized thing where they it saw is, a picture right. of somebody who was trans, didn't know they were trans, 
thought they were attractive and then was like, oh my God, like, like so, so I could be tricked at any time. Like that's, that's like the mentality they have. I have no gaydar. I'm helpless out there. (laughs) Right. Like, so what? So if you find someone attractive, so what? That, like, it it means you're, you know, like, so, (laughs) right. Like, you think that's a, bad quality to have no right of course it's not it's yeah but they're just fucking bigots and they know that they would never be they'd be laughed out of their their you know conservative fucking reactionary dickhead circles you know jordan peterson couldn't go on the joe rogan show if he started dating like a trans woman so you know it's like (laughs) so he has to fucking like rebel against it you know like has you know has joe rogan ever had anyone trans man or female on his show on his show yeah. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I, I want to say no, I don't know for a fact, but I, <laughs> it, it certainly is like one, if it was any, and he's, yeah. he's talked to, he's obsessed with them. So you think with, with as many times as he's talked about trans people, he would have them on all the time. Like he, he's so fucking vehemently against. Yeah. Trans I haven't seen Joe sports. Rogan trending for a while. And I don't know if that's because I blocked his name from showing up in my trends he's, or he's if not he's a, just he's been relevant like, now. I mean, he's on oh, Spotify. Right. Nobody fucking watches. But the everybody, show I mean, everybody terrible still trends. So I'm like, did he? Is he just like playing it like close to the chest lately and not saying fuck? He's, up he's also like not shit? doing UFC commentaries. I, I see randomly like there's like a weird conspiracy of like why is he not on as many UFC shit? I don't know who fucking knows what's going on with him. He's uh, they gave him two hundred million dollars, so now he's just like, I don't know. Don't well, and they're, and they're stuck want with him because they the can't. Sure, they <laughs> right. They can't get out of the contract, so it's just yeah. No, it's a shame too because he used to actually have interesting guests on, and then he just fucking just became yeah, a total yeah. And freak. and I remember long time ago when I first first heard about that he had a podcast, um, and like Abby Martin would go on his show and they talk for three hours and oh, it was like great. She would, she would always like make him smarter for a couple hours. <laughs> right. Then know? it immediately fucking leaves his head when he gets in right. his fucking death. And then you'd have some tank. fucking racist guy from Boston come on and it was just like, Hey, let's say the fucking worst things possible about. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't tell uh, who's, who's right between these two. That, that's that. Yeah. No, he's a fucking moron, but whatever. So I did, I wanted to read one little quote from Jordan Peterson, just, just to, cause everyone calls him like the stupid man, smart man. Right. Yes, very just, much. He, he throws like just words that sound like they're actual academic terms. And he just like strings them together to the point where you're like, I, I, I guess that was a co- coherent thought, but they're not. So just try to, like, I'm going to read this slow. This is Jordan Peterson talking about Elliot Page specifically, but trans people in general. Often, often, when you introduce social confusion, okay, so... Interesting, social confusion. Social confusion. Who's confused? I'm not confused. Are you confused, Jordan? I'm not confused. Yeah, so when you, when you, you, the listener, when (laughs) you introduce social confusion, you can produce a psychogenetic epidemic. Generally, it's adolescent females who are more susceptible to it. It's absolutely and definitely the case that we've doomed thousands of kids to brutal, mutilating surgery and premature sterility. That's when you go sterile. And we've done that on the altar of our hyper, hypo, hypotheatical moral virtual... I, I can't even say the words he's, he's saying. These aren't. He's just fucking talking out of his ass. He's saying big words right. to say them. He's not. So just I just I want to repeat. Any... 
Yeah, I want to repeat one part here. We're dooming our kids to brutal mutilating surgery and premature sterility. So that right there, that's the that's the fucking red flag right there. Mm-hmm. This is this is about we need more white women breeding. That is what he's saying. Right. That is what this all comes down. That's why he's furious because he believes in this fucking white replacement bullshit that, you know, soon the white male won't be superior and brown people will be, you know, be more. I mean, there's already more brown people than white people in the world. Like, who cares? Right. Like, fucking get over yourself. But still, like, when it all comes back to this idea that, you know, white women need to be little baby ovens to to make sure that white people remain the majority in North America. Like, it always comes back to that with these people. Well, but you know, I mean, ultimately, like you said, yeah, there are a lot more brown people in the world um, than there are white people. But for white people in this country, this is America is fucking little bighorn. And, you know, they're they're all General Custer. They're just, you know, they're back to the fucking wall. And they're like, we got to protect. This is the last bastion of fucking whiteness in the world where, where we're still in control, at least in their minds. And it's just they have to. As long as they're alive, because again, they're selfish people. Fundamentally, they don't give a fuck about you know destroying the environment, et cetera, et cetera. They just, at least while they're alive, they don't want to see a diverse country. They want to see a fucking no majority white country, and it's it it will be like losing. You know, it, it's like the equivalent of when when fucking Roe v. Wade was passed to them. It's just it's a nightmare scenario for them to for the white people in this country to not be the majority anymore. It, it's, the neighborhood I live in is one of the densest in the city of Chicago, it's, it's, I believe it's, it's somewhere, I want to say it's close to 20,000 people per square mile, right? And it's, it's, you know, it's all, um, you know, two and three flat apartment, you know, that were built in the 1920s, right? 95% Hispanic here. Um, if, If I walk to the grocery store and walk back, it's very rare that I see any any other white person, and <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> right, because you're not a fucking psycho. Like, right. like, right, God, there's somebody that doesn't quite look like me. Like, well, what am I going to do? Where does this I country mean, it, come to? You know, it, it's, it, and it's, it's most, it's very, um, you know, it, it's, it's rare that I hear any Latino, Latina, Latinx people in this neighborhood speaking English outside their houses ever mm-hmm. right but you know it's like i don't care <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't have to know what every like i don't have to overhear other strangers conversations and have to know what they're saying like See, i don't the th- fucking speak your own language i don't who gives a shit well that's the problem and, is like uh, yeah i'm sorry go ahead oh no good <laughs> well no I, I mean just a lot of conservative ideology and i'm sure everyone who has really conservative relatives especially in the older generations will understand that it's a fear-based ideology so it's always fear of the unknown fear of like, what is that? Per- are they, is that person talking about me there? But like any, anyone on the planet who you've heard say like, Oh, speak English. It's because they think that that person's talking about them and they probably right. are. Cause they're fucking stupid <laughs> and you know, well, fucking, you know, I'll tell looking, you, this, but... this is, this is a very, I mean, the, the, the community I live in, it's, it's very like, it, it's very conservative, right? It's a very conservative Latino community, very religious, oh, a, yeah, uh, very pro family, all the things that conservative white people say that they are in support of this right. community is, it's just that everyone is, you know, looks, they look Mexican, they look Puerto Rican <laughs> and that's fine. Like they're going to be Jesus. parts. <laughs> they're brown <laughs> right. like Jesus. They, they love Jesus. What's not to love right wing Jordan Peterson. Right. So yeah. 
it's not the uh, right sandy haired white Jesus. So, you know, but it's, you know, yeah, <sighs> and it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's all of this hatred that they have that blinds them to just how like 99% of everything they believe is the same as the things that people they claim to hate believe. Right. Right. It's hilarious. And they don't even realize it. They fixate on stuff. And it's, it's like, you can tell he's not even a grifter that's just pretending. No, he's just a uh, moron. You know, to hate these people. But someone like Sean Hannity, who clearly, like, he doesn't give a fuck. Rush right. Limbaugh didn't give a fuck. He just fi- figured out a way to grift and get rich off of hatred, right? Doesn't actually care one way or the other. Right. Jordan B. Peterson is not that intelligent to fake this stuff. He really, deep down, has these pathological fears of the world changing out from under him. No, 100%. Um, and, you know, same with the Tim Pools of the world, all, all those fucking right-wing grift, reactionary grifters. <laughs> Tim Pool, who fucking was, apparently was played in Congress today during the the 1-6 hearings. <laughs> they played, like, a bunch of videos of right-wing reactionaries um, calling people <laughs> to the Capitol on the 6th, so, like he was one of them. So it's just, <laughs> like, that fucking dweeb was on, was was is now in the congressional record with his fucking... You know, his skull, fucking... skull cap that holds his, you know, fucking miniature <laughs> brain in place. Three hairs left on his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man. What a kid. clown. Um, but yeah. All right. So I think that pretty much does it for us this episode. But um, I think we ca- covered a wide variety of topics. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And if you want. <laughs> yeah, so just if you end want it su- right there. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you want to support. <laughs> right. Just click. Uh, if you want to support the show, rate and view, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, check out our new logo. We made. We have a new uh, fucking Vaporwave inspired logo. Finally, finally got on board with the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. it. I like the logo. No, it looks cool. like he made it with like a children's paint program. But like, I mean, it's a it's a tiny little you know uh social media logo so like it doesn't matter just looks good <laughs> yeah well i mean i did the background image existed already i just i i put our i i'd like to at least maintain some semblance of branding with like using the same font that we've used from the beginning like that's yeah. the kind of through line of all of our 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 look uh since the beginning but uh yeah so go check that out i'm sure we'll have a new theme soon to uh to accompany it and uh yeah, uh, if you want to uh, support us, yeah, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash move left idiots, uh, patreon.com slash move left. Uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and as always, I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs>